That's a good podcast. Right at the start of it, um, I cut. I, I was cutting out like the first eight minutes of our bullshit. Oh. And then I. Ooh. Oh, beautiful. Wow. I don't know if I can drink that much. Thank you so much. It's horrible. Need a straw? It is, yeah. yeah. That Thank was a you. dollar? No. Oh. <laughs> 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 it's a nickel in there. This podcast contains adult language and drinking alcohol. It is not appropriate for young audiences. We can't fix bad choices in post. It, it is podcast, Laura. Yeah. Talk about what should we do it? We should probably do this. Let's do it. Welcome to the Friday Podcast. It's not a Friday because it's Saturday. Saturday. We are at the library. Yeah, we are. March third. No, no third. It's the third 20th. month. March is the third month. March nineteenth. Right. Two days after. Oh yeah, it was St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. All right. Yeah, see, I'm close. Hmm. It's after my birthday. That's all I know. Yeah. He did have pre, a birthday. It was like pre and post birthday. How, what are you, 20-ish? 20 late 20-ish. Nice. Extremely late 20-ish. Extremely late 20-ish. Wow. Uh, but yeah, it's a Saturday. We're, uh, we're at the library. We're, we're in the back. We're in the back table. We've got the heaters going. We turned them down to uh, a mild, um, like, it, this one's kind of like a white dwarf. That's a half. That's and that one's like Beetlejuice over there. And, like, they were up it's to... Beetlegeist. It's, it's Beetlejuice. No, it's Beetle. <laughs> Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Um, they're hot. It's really hot. We had we had two blazing suns earlier. It was fantastic. They were. You can turn that one up if you need to. It's funny. It's just. It's like right. really warm. Like my head is. Hot. I, I don't think I could adjust it any without it being an extreme moment. It's got, one way it's or the got other. two like, speeds. It's yeah. <laughs> barely on and flaming hot. It's in the Goldilocks zone, so I'm just gonna let it be. But it's good. It's comfortable. It's nice. We're outdoors. It's a beautiful night. Look at those stars. The star. Look at that. It's a plane. Is that an airplane? That's okay. a plane. Yeah. So besides that, it's there's no wind. The temperature's beautiful. I'm Steve. Lucas. Angie. I'm still Josh. Lauren. David. Kevin. Ava. And we're missing one person. We're missing kind of two people, I guess. April is sort of in this thing, too. And, and Connor. And Connor. Who's not here. Um, did he have a good excuse? I can't remember. No, he just said I won't make it. He's Watching his children. children. That's never do what? Oh. Watching them do what? Yeah. Watching their podcast? They don't do much. That sounds like that's, they, a, that's lame. They're trying to outshine us already. Oh my god. <laughs> It'd be a lot. Hey, oh. easy. We can be adorable. <laughs> I think if theirs was a video, yes, they'd be cuter. Exactly. But cute doesn't come through a microphone. Or I guess right. it does to a degree. Maybe. All right. Well, we've got some things to cover. Lucas is going to start us off with a story of how he got kicked out of a bar. <clears throat> well, explain what just happened to you. All right. So you got kicked out of a bar. I I just <laughs> was given the last of a bottle of Basil Hayden's, and she gave it to me, and I poured it into my drink. That That's what happened. Okay. And she gave it to you for free. She, well, we don't know that yet. Yeah, yeah. She, she said, said it was free. Yeah. yeah. So... I would, me and a friend were flying to uh, Chicago to go to a Cubs game and a White Sox game over a weekend. Are they playing each other? Yeah, we're playing go to each both? other. No, two different, two different games. Not interleague. Okay, okay, good. Chicago White Sox, Chicago Cubs. So Sunday, we went to a Sunday afternoon Cubs game at Wrigley. Went to a Monday night White Sox game at I think U.S. Cellular at the time, and then I think we flew out on Tuesday. So it was a really short trip. I think we were there Saturday, Sunday, Monday, came back Tuesday. So we were at the Oklahoma City. 
Airport. Will Rogers World Will, Airport. Yeah, World, World. Will Rogers World they, Airport. They, <laughs> what do Why is it World? <laughs> well, yeah, where can point. you fly to Oklahoma City from? Because out of when you're in when you're in Oklahoma City, you say, "Take me anywhere in this world <laughs> out of here fast." Are there Canadian or Mexican flights into Oklahoma City? Well, yes, but those are just they're kind of under the you know hush yeah, hush. Yeah. Oh yeah, literally <laughs> under the radar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're you in the trunk of the plane. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. in there. Yeah. <laughs> so we're at there's two bars in the Oklahoma City Airport. Well, it's different now. When's the last at time you've the been time. there? Okay. Well, this was two. They just opened up a whole bunch of new wing there. It's it's fabulous. This would have been 07, June of 07. That's a long time ago. Fifteen years. Yeah. Like two bars ago. And so, <laughs> yeah, two bars ago. So we sit down at one bar. Our flight's delayed, so we're gonna start getting a couple drinks in before we get on the flight. Um, I think I was drinking Jack and Coke, maybe me and my my buddy were, and um, maybe and then we switched to beers. So the, the bartender who's by herself, and there's maybe only six people at the bar, she walks over and says, the spout was stuck on the bottle of Jack. And she said, hey, can somebody get the spout off? She hands it to my buddy. He He's wrestling with it, can't get it off. She hands it to me. Is it, this is a movie <laughs> I've seen. <laughs> we're going back from PG-13. We're, we're, yeah, I'm, we're definitely we're rated R I'm right wrestling away. with the spout trying to get it off. Uh-huh. Can't Are you sweating? It. Is uh, it? No. A lot of heavy breathing. She's she's I can't get it. Is it because she's stuck? And there's there's just, there's maybe like. An, so her stepmom comes in. There's, <laughs> there's maybe like an eighth of an ounce worth of liquor still in this bottle. Wow. That wouldn't pour out because of the spout. Okay. So pull the spout. I, I get the spout off finally. And I just figure I'll finish off this bottle. See, she's probably just going to throw it away. So I wait, tip wait. it. Wait, wait. On your own. Yeah. You just take it upon yourself. Yes. Wow. I freed the sword I freed the from spout. the stone. My reward I am now king. Is this t- tablespoon worth of Jack Daniels? So I put it to my lips and fire it off, and she loses her shit. Wow. She flips out. You just starts, stole from the airport. So she starts the saying person the who had you shut her down. The person who had a nonsense. customer handle the bottle yeah. and do all of that work. Yeah. She flips out saying. The Able Commission is going to shut her down. She's going to lose her bartender's license. And what's crazy because is they're everywhere. You know, they're all they're among the six people in the airport yes, at that time. They're she couldn't able have been friendlier leading it. up to this point. Wow. And she lost her shit. Hmm. And so she says, "I got to kick you. I'm kicking you out." Blah blah blah. Of the airport. Of the bar. <laughs> and I was like, "Well, that's fine because our flights just showed up anyway. We're going to walk down there and get on this son of a bitch." So I, at that point, I don't care. And then, so she gets crazy. Is this array. why you can't fly anywhere anymore? Lucas is on the terrace. My buddy pays the tab. He's laughing the whole time, like, chill out. You know, he just took a swig. You're going to throw it in the trash anyway. What does it matter? So we walk down to our gate, and they're like, oh, well, they're still cleaning the plane. It's going to be another 30 or 45 minutes. So we just go to the other bar. So, so she, she, she call ahead. She called the other bar. No. And said, hey. There's two guys down there that I kicked out of my bar. Make sure you don't serve them. And so the guy walks up and asks him what happened. And I told him, he's like, oh, screw her. I'm like, I'll give you another one. Nice. And so that's the only time I've ever been kicked out of a quote unquote bar. It's being kicked out of the airport bar. For taking the small, smaller than that. Shot glass. Shot glass that you just finished off. Wow. 
So was she just trying to so save she knew her you core? well. Like she, yeah, she wanted the spout. She off just of, wanted the spout. She off. just wanted the spout, and then she was gonna throw the so bottle in the, the trash. Ball away. And she was yeah. gonna she throw it away. Yes. So what do you but think? What do you think set her off? And all this. Just because you were drinking from a bottle in a bar. I guess maybe. But I mean, why would it set her off? If she if she thought that was gonna be a no-no, she should have never handed you the bottle, which had to be a hundred percent a no-no. I wasn't gonna tip it in my mouth, but still. But but she she asked you to do something that was probably a violation of able commission rules and all that. And then she flips a My guess is she maybe got in trouble for something else randomly and her manager maybe said don't be doing this because Able yeah, Commission yeah. could be floating around. But it, it's a Saturday. A, Able Commission doesn't work on Saturdays. You kidding me? Much less, <laughs> much less why, are they hang, why would they if, hang out at the airport? If, if you're knows. Able Commission, you have to tell me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the name of the podcast. <laughs> All right, so here we are. We got some things to do. We got some things to cover in the homework. This is going to be a new Ask You Anything AYA. It's our spin on an Ask Me Anything. Instead of asking me anything, we're going to ask you guys anything. we got a lot of ground to cover, so we're going to jump right into it. So, I've got a question that's not directed at anyone to start us off. So, anyone who wants to jump in, you just volunteer. The question is going to be, what are your blind spots? It could be intellectual, emotional, spiritual. What are they? And if you've got anything to say about what are mine or other librarians, we can jump into that too. So, who's got some information on blind spots? Who's I, got a blind spot? I tried Kevin? to think about this one, and I, I, I undoubtedly have them in all fields, but I, I they're blind really spots. Your blind spot is your inability to see your blind, blind spot. Like I know they're there a hundred percent. Like if you were to point it out, I'd be like, oh yeah, clearly. Yeah, but, but for so, me to think of them, well, like maybe, that, maybe, maybe that speaks to else's. how you're not, yes. um, you're not being extremely introspective. You're not, you're not thinking and reflecting on your yourself enough. Maybe that's your blind spot. You're as not self-reflective. As a jumping off point. Uh-huh. But if you were to say it and like, oh yeah, clearly, yeah. Maybe if I hear someone else's, it, yeah, that'll exactly. drive me, oh wait, yeah, I could you know, jump off on that. I'm sure there are millions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> millions? You think it's that many? Possibly. I don't know if we can have that many blind <laughs> spots. I don't know. Oh, well, that's your blind spot. Oh. You're, you're, you're oh. all the same. Very good. Very good. What do you think, Ava? You got any blind spots? I couldn't think. I was like, I like, I need a jumping off point. <laughs> well, like I what, think what is your what you is a blind spot when you pose of yours? Like, what would you cons- like? What defines know, blind a blind off. spot? <laughs> like, so something that you're not seeing in your in your own life or how you approach life. So, you know, spiritually, your blind spot might be that you take things from your church or something at face value too much, or conversely, that you are too closed off to spirituality or the the non physical reality world that if it's not concrete enough you can't um, get your mind around it and so you reject it too much. Emotionally it could be that you, um, uh, I don't know, that you're a closed off person or that you don't um, uh, kind of realize in truth what is driving your behavior. So we all have things that, that drive our behavior and we lie to ourselves about what our true motivations are and so one blind spot could definitely be that we convince ourselves that we're doing things for reasons X, Y, and Z, but in truth, it's really for this completely different thing that is maybe something that's unpalatable to um, admit, or that is just, maybe it's just not very fulfilling. So those would, those would be the kind of things I had in mind. That got really deep, a lot deeper than I was. I, oh, thank yeah, you. I, no, I, <laughs> to, go, to go on further, 
that just makes me realize I don't know you guys well enough anymore to know your blind spots. Ooh, that's a good one, That's yeah. the, the thing that occurred to me when I read that one. Like, I, I don't know you guys well enough anymore. How would you get to know us better? I mean, now I have to move in. <laughs> All of you guys have a blind spot to how good it is to see Pearl Jam live. Because when I asked you guys about my dilemma between the OU Nebraska game and Next seeing Pearl Jam it's, live, we were you, all chose, to one. you all chose I should skip a Pearl Jam show in Nashville to go to no. the OU game in Lincoln. I said skip both. But your blind spot is yeah. you don't understand yeah, why I'm say, choosing the one yeah. over the other. We didn't say to go to. We said do both. We said do both. Yeah. Consensus. Like no one said don't do it. Really, if it's an 11 a.m. game, it's not oh, physically possible. If you're gonna be, but epic, you don't know that yet. So maybe your blind spot is you're wedded to an idea of something you were going to do, and you're not willing to to change course. Oh, I've been researching all the options other than. Net jets. And you're, and you're still not doing it. But maybe we're blind to the idea of assuming what your preferences should be. And yeah. you've got your preferences yeah. of what they are. And you're probably a little bit better acquainted with what your preferences are than we are. Well, you're probably a better judge. That's debatable. <laughs> just throwing it out hypothetically. So maybe our blind spot is just assuming what Lucas should do and what he wants to do when Lucas actually knows what he should yeah, do and that, wants that's to do. It. He's not looking for That's help. That's fair enough. Like, you could plan out the whole thing, <laughs> and it'd be perfect. Wait, was he looking but for confirmation bias? Was he yeah. Just, yeah, he's already made up his mind. I honestly thought when I asked that question, I would get, I knew he would say OU. I knew he would say OU. And that's coming from a non-OU fan. Say OU. Right. So, but a football but fan. Yeah. That's Steve and David, and then I knew Ava would. I thought the other, the rest of you guys might say, oh, it's just another OU game. You've gone to tons of OU games. You've nope. only... You thought I, mean, I would say that? I've been to 200 <laughs> OU games over the last 22 seasons. But just like Pearl Jam never plays the same set, OU never has yeah. the same game. Yeah. 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 Sometimes true. they suck in the first half, sometimes <laughs> they suck in the second half. You never know. <laughs> as a realist, I do know. <laughs> yes, as pessimists, both of you have these lofty, crazy expectations of perfection that they never can exactly meet. The lofty coming so from the, the guy who picks us to, to, to go undefeated every year. That, that's just, I, I hold out the belief that they can do it. But you guys with your pessimism, like you think it, Speaking I'm, of I'm blind always going to be disappointed. <laughs> Speaking of blind spots, yeah, there, there you go. go. Steve has a blind spot for where OU truly is. Where are the they? They're blue blood. They are blue blood. They are a blue blood. What does that get you every season? We're not turning this into the other <laughs> How are they not a blue blood? How does that translate into wins or anything? <laughs> well, I don't know. You brought it up. They are a blue blood. But then so, you say the two problem, like we, we like problem solving. So no matter what you said, they we're, we're going to try it. and solve the problem. If to make you could it come up with out. a feasible, uh, affordable he found option, you a, a feasible, Wait. yeah, but that yeah. was to Omaha. Yes, they so, get you at eight thirty, and it's so a one talking, hour drive, and then you're there by nine forty-five. Right. But Doable. 10 at worst. But kicks yeah. at 11. First of all, how much 15. is it going to cost me? The, that wasn't part of the equation. Was, Step was, one was, was can was, we do this? Yes. We found you $150 Southwest flight. Isn't abnormal, but getting from a different city into Lincoln in an hour drive, Steve suggested Uber. I can't imagine how much an hour long with no traffic. So you're probably looking at a game day, a two hour drive. 
I don't know how much that Uber so in Lincoln. They are already there. Right, they're already there. They're there at 8 a.m. or they're there at 8 p.m. the night before. Right. You're not worried about Nebraska. How many people are going to drive from like Omaha to Lincoln to watch? I think they're a good number. They get there at 7 a.m. I'm talking about 60 miles drive, but dollar-wise. What if it's? I don't know. What if it's a hundred dollars? That seems What's a hundred dollars after you spend all that money on that? That, but that turns you're into, doing it. That's two hundred dollars. Hey, think of the story no, you're because have. they're driving you back to the airport on their way out of town. They're not driving back to the airport. They said they would pick you up at the airport. They won't drive you back to the airport either. It's your blind spot is all you do is see negatives. All you do is see no's. I'll give you a hundred dollars to make it happen. That proves the point that he's not a realist. He's already. No, I am a realist. He's very. He's homering this. <laughs> well, let's turn it to Kevin because I got a question for you. A hypothetical. Did you read it? Yes. I'm going to read it to you. But I'm glad you read it ahead of time because it was a little complex. Uh, I'll, I'll take I'll take another single. Well, you don't have any more of it, so what are you going to do? No, just that bottle. You want a new, brand new bottle? You have to open it. Well, I'll take it for free as well. <laughs> yeah. The whole bottle. Well, I only want the bottom of it, so just keep pouring it until you get to that part. Did you get the spout off the old one? Oh, oh really? Okay, you're a bottle keeper. Nice. Thank you. So, Kevin, it turns out you have a terminal disease. You have 10 days to live. Also, you have a large financial debt you previously were unaware of. Am I am I getting to you yet? He's That's already like just like that there. was that was a visceral, very yes. physical reaction to that debt that comment. The good news is you will be completely symptom free before suddenly dropping dead. I have a proposition for you for your last few days. Would you rather have an all-expense-paid trip to Vegas up to $10,000, and I can give you a pill that will cause you to forget knowing that the disease diagnosis has come your way, or would you rather me pay off that debt? I would say the only thing I would like to change about that scenario, I would like the pill I don't want to forget about my diagnosis. I want to forget about Fuck the debt. I knew I was you would say that. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to enjoy yep. Vegas to the fullest if I thought yep. I was going to live. He could care less if he was going to die. Wow. That's a dream wow. scenario. Wow. 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 Yeah. That's I want to know the debt. That's an amazing answer. I wouldn't so be able to enjoy Vegas. You want to know the debt is gone. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, or just not worried about it. Not, Yep. To never know about the debt. Yep. You could care less that he's about to die. No, you're going to die. That's going to be And you're going to live it up in Vegas for if 10 grand. We're yep. living it up to the hilt. And then yeah. at the end, boom, you're yep. done. Yeah, because yep. if Yolo. I think I'm going to live. Yolo. If I think you only I'm, live 10 days. <laughs> if if, if no I don't debt. know, I'm only going to have 10 days to live. Like, no, I'll, I'll just bank this money. No, I'll yep. just, I'll, yep. I don't want to go too hard. Or, but if I know I've got because two Because debt is your sort of Damocles. You hate the I idea hate of debt. You yeah, hate yeah, to be in debt to anyone. You hate that. It stresses me out. I stress out reading it. Like, how did I acquire this? What did I yeah. do? What kind Somebody's of asking me to do this. I'm supposed to do this for them. I, I thought that would get to you. That's a very, yeah. I'd never imagined that, but yeah, that twist like, on it. Like, not, not knowing about the diagnosis would ruin the trip. I mean, it would still be a good trip, but I wouldn't. I, would, I mean, I would get every last drop of that ten grand out of it. You would live I, life to the fullest while you were in Vegas. Oh yeah, knowing, escorts, knowing escorts, no one's had that debt. Right. Yep. All right. So this is the Soleil shows. So here's a quick one, and let's see a show of hands if you've traveled internationally. Who's been beyond the U.S. border? Everyone but Lucas. <laughs> I thought so. Don't About damn time, I'm not putting my hand. You down. should. <laughs> I've been to 38 states. 
I like I like America. I've been to I've been to <laughs> like forty. I've been to forty eight or forty nine. I'm not sure. What's Lucas' answer? I like thirty eight states. I like America. No other countries. Are Not, there other countries? Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> well, that's actually, theoretically, that's a debate. If you were given the equivalent of $10 million today here in Oklahoma, in what foreign country would you choose to spend the rest of your life? So that's a condition of the $10 million. Start with Lucas. Do I still Give me get a, to travel, or do I just have to live in that country permanently? You can travel, but you can't spend 180 days in, in right. Oklahoma. But if I move to another country... You can country, come back and go to football games. I can still travel the world to, with yeah. my $10 million. Yeah. I can yeah. use well, that. You'd have but to you need to spend... First. Yeah, yeah. Have to so you need... Think about it this way. Weeks. You know how often you're in Oklahoma. Yeah. You need to be wherever this is oh, yeah. that often. Okay. Yeah, no problem. Well, I would have where more travel. Where do you want to go? Where is that? A over. little more. Where would you go? Where would you live? I mean, the easiest answer is Canada. How's that easy? Oh. Because then it's English. Well, because they speak English. I speak well, English. not all. Not all of them. No, well, yeah. the majority speak Thanks. English. Uh, climate similar to to a lot called to what? Canada. Similar to part of the United States. To Canada okay. that you don't live in. One of those thirty-eight states. <laughs> yeah. He's been to thirty-eight yeah. states. I've like, been to Alaska twice, so the, that's the, true. The uh, weather in Canada is not that dissimilar from Alaska, but it would probably be. But did you go to Alaska for the weather? <laughs> and did you go in the winter or the, or the oh, summer? In the summer. Okay. I spent a month there when I was 16 and a couple weeks when I was 19. So and you it were was young and viral. And well, I meant like similarly 20s. Like, it wasn't that long ago. You, you, you could do Canada. Angie, what would you do? Somewhere in like the Caribbean. Oh, you're a you're a tropical girl. I need somewhere warm. Yeah. All right. Now, that's, that's kind of dangerous, though. There's some dangerous places in the Caribbean. The British Pirates. The, the British what is Caribbean. It? Uh, yeah. British Isles, the, uh, yeah, the, the British Virgin no, Islands. Yes. British Virgin Islands. Hold on, I'm checking her. <laughs> Josh, where would you go? Uh, I, I don't know that I'd do it. Like, I don't want to go, I don't know that I want to wow. live anywhere else. Wow. For $10 million? It's not that much. Not to him. Yeah. He's a millionaire. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, so, um, I, I, my, my first thoughts were Australia, New Zealand, like, well, I know. Have you seen how they are? Lord of the Rings. That's why you thought about it. It is. That's why I thought about it. <laughs> and koala bears. And, and, yeah. and everything poisonous in Australia. You wouldn't last a minute. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Sharks. Sharks. So many sharks. And that's what about I like. Well, I thought about islands too. I'm like, yeah. is there island, island life would be hard. Island life would be. It, you got to really like island. Ten, life. And ten million at least for isolation. Based on trips to Hawaii, like. Ten million dollars is not much. No, that's true. It's not another country, though. You're not you're not gonna have access to the things that you're just having access to, easily. Lauren, what do you say? England. England Ooh. again with the English. Yeah. Well, no. It's rainy. It's gloomy. It's cloudy. It's I don't mind rain. Oh, she likes the rain. So you yeah. like it? It'd be it'd be kind of romantic then, David. I'm torn between Munich and it'd be Germany. What? I knew you. I knew you'd go Germany. Or Melbourne, Australia. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. Either or. Now you've been to Germany. Mm -hmm. You've never been to. Uh, never Australia. been south of the equator. What? Never been south of the equator. Okay. Oh. So. Good question. Yeah, I've never been south of the equator either. I've been close, but it's never. Costa Rica. Mm -hmm. No. Kevin, where would you go? You've been to a lot of places. Bratislava. You going for the the ladies? That'd be no. nice. No, I, don't think so. I mean, if it's it goes just, ten million dollars goes a long way there. Oh yeah. You have to think about if, that. If it was just places I've I've been to, um, I would probably say Prague. Um, but if I, I've never been to the UK, but I'd, I'd 
probably if I had to live somewhere, mm -hmm. I, I think it'd be. I think it's a good choice. Easiest and least problematic. I think to, it's a really good to choice there. from that standpoint, and very and obviously accessible to the rest of the world. Right, Ava. Realistically, I would choose the UK, but I think it'd be fun to live in Italy. Ooh, yeah, yeah, it'd be a lot of fun. Warm. But it'd I, be, I feel like it'd be a bigger adjustment to make. For me, I'd go to a whole other country. I'd go to Texas. <laughs> I, I like America. I can never live in Texas. Oh, I 100% could live in Texas. Could live in Texas. Texas he did live in Texas. I have lived in Texas. I would, I would um, probably say Switzerland would be really high on my list. Oh, it's cold. UK would be. I don't mind the cold. You're griping about my I've been Canada. to Colorado. It's like the same place. Um... Or, I don't know, I think I'd have to be near big cities and big airports to get around and get out. Thank you so Did we much. tap a keg? <laughs> so. <laughs> you guys are all about the free drinks tonight. Dude, what else are you almost out of? <laughs> <laughs> are you almost out of burgers? I'm kind of hungry. Well, actually, the kitchen's Oh, well, it's even perfect, yeah. Part of my thought. Really Saturday, 10 o'clock on a Saturday? Well, yeah, come on. Well, that's very sweet of you. Well, you say sweet? <laughs> yeah, part, part of my consideration. I could live in Canada with friends and family. Yeah. Right. It would be easy for them to come visit or easy for me to get back here to visit. Where if you're across the Atlantic or New Zealand, you're a you're a full flight day away. That's why I was Even choosing Bombay, India, so that those people cannot <laughs> get near me. That stay choice away. of Melbourne might have been intentional just <laughs> for that <laughs> reason. Yeah. David's in, got a whole other philosophy. If I lived in British Columbia, I could fly back for every OU home game with no problems. True. But if I lived in True. UK, which would be great for Premier League soccer to watch, because that was part of my Well, that would that help for that, thought. for sure. Yeah. Friends and family being able to visit in Canada would be very easy. So I had a couple of things in the ideas for librarians about alien life. I don't know if you had a chance to watch those um, some some stuff about grabby aliens and I like Robin Hanson and others. The and animation, animation, awesome. <laughs> it's kind of spooky, and the and the and the music, the classical music they put on there. It's it's kind of like I don't know. It's like a weird, depressing. But what is the probability that intelligent and extraterrestrial life exists currently in our galaxy outside of Earth? Who wants to? Uh, I'll say David. Say ninety-eight percent. Ninety-eight percent inside our galaxy currently. Intelligent life. Intelligent life currently. What in, are there like the a Milky billion way. stars in the Milky Way? I think with the size and the scope, the chances of something whether we can recognize and appreciate what it is, that's probably lower than ninety-eight percent. But something has to be out there with the intelligent life. Incredible scale of how many stars and exoplanets and everything there but, is. But, yeah, but just our galaxy. Yes. Okay. Who over under? <clears throat> under. I would say yeah. under. Goose egg. Under. Zero. zero. Josh says wow. zero. I, I think it's as close to zero as we're going to get in our galaxy. In our yeah, galaxy. I, universe, probably. Galaxy. Yeah, I go universe, yeah. Galaxy. Yeah. Universe, totally different story. Yeah. Right? Right. I mean. We don't, yeah. Universe, I mean, universe, universe, a, I'm hopeful. That's a matter what, of a very we, big number or a very, very big number. billions of galaxies? Shows my ignorance. Yeah. I know it's, it's a colossal number. It's like it's always fascinatingly bizarre when they show that picture of like, Here's one arc of space zoomed in from the Hubble telescope, and it's just a collection of galaxies. It's yeah. like yeah. unfathomable what the hell that means. But so you look at the if you watch the Grabby Aliens videos, that they would, I, I would be interested to see how they would would actually evaluate that because it seems to me that they would say that they're not already here yet, which is a bad sign, 
and that they will be here someday, but they would probably, I think, say it's really a low probability currently in the galaxy. I mean, that also begs the question, are we the they? Are we going to be the ones that go and right, and that's do that part with of the progress that, that we're currently that we, making? We need to be the grabby aliens. We need to be, eventually we will become. Um, I, would, I would say more like, hmm, are we handicapping it? I'd say 1% maybe two percent yeah really low number but meaningful enough above zero not like one of these astronomically low numbers i don't know anybody else on offer a, a guess because i know the answer i have it <laughs> <laughs> well what is the probability that intelligent extra extraterrestrial life has visited earth at any point anybody got a meaningful number there zero zero got a couple of zeros yeah. I knew we had a, uh, a big <laughs> believer. I've seen too many Navy videos. Of I've seen ancient aliens. I've seen Top Gun. <laughs> so there's no evidence that Top Gun was filmed by or with <laughs> humans. Um, so you you really believe that? You really believe that? I think. Well, I didn't say they're from our galaxy. Do well, I? the first question. Right. No. It just have I they think visited? That's a low number, but I think. Okay. The other one is 100%. So you, not only do you think they, they have been here, you think they're from beyond our galaxy. Yes. That seems pretty unlikely. What, really why you, why us would out. you think they wouldn't want us to know that they came here? Um, it could just be an observation thing where they, they've come over and intercepted our satellite transmissions, which wouldn't be hard for them to do, and they see how jacked up our planet is and how we treat each other, and they don't want any part of it. I don't believe that. I think that's a little too... Uh, too Star trek Well, yeah, too, too, a little too us-centric. I would, have, I would have believed that they would be far advanced from us and they've already seen that transpire elsewhere. Maybe they find us uninteresting, but I don't think they'd be surprised by the way we behave. Um, just kind of like we, if, if they're way advanced compared to us. I don't us, think they're surprised necessarily, but I think that they just didn't want any part of it. Not interesting? Yeah. We're not interesting. So... One of the things Robin Hansen talks about um, with that, something that, you, sorry, it just escapes me, but uh, maybe I'll come back to it and I'll remember what he said, but um, talks a lot about the, the probability of, of aliens and what they would think if they saw us. And what some others have said is that very much paralleling what you've said is we're just a bunch of apes running around and, and they could visit. They don't have to have visited yesterday or even 100 years ago, it could have been 10,000 years ago and like nothing to see here and they move along. Um, what do you think about an anthill as you walk down the road? Right. Sometimes you might stop and take a look just to see what's going right. on, but at the end of the day, like, all right, it's a bunch of ants. Yeah. Doing what ants do. And that could be. It'd just be hard to believe they'd find us. Um, that, that's something that's a little bit challenging unless they well, that's were what the really think, good at looking. Yeah, what do the it's ants think? Yeah. Do the ants it's a big think. world, and we came. I came across the anthill. So, how many phases have there been in your life? <sighs> Distinct periods that are meaningfully different than each other in total, even if the transition between them was quite blurry. So sometimes these things it's happen, tough, and yeah. it's hard to know when it stops and when it starts, and you think, but I am very, when I think back to X number of years ago, I'm a very different person than that. That was obviously a different phase in my life then. I can't tell you when that transition happened. It wasn't a, a very sharp moment, I was but thinking about it, it did happen. I was thinking about it in the sense that, because I was thinking about it in two different ways, because in one way I was thinking about it like, I think about my life like when we lived at the old house, 
the 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 rent house. Then the moved to my parents' current house. Those are kind of two phases. And then you know, once I graduated high school, you know, just phases like that. But then I think of phases like more internally changing. Like I think of like like pre-puberty, mm-hmm. you know, where I was just so intro. Like you're not, you don't have any. You're still your, or at least my perspective of how I was viewed. And like when you're a little kid, you just think about yourself, and it's all just through that lens of everything then for me when I hit puberty I started realizing oh hey am I not popular I assumed I was popular you know and stuff and and, you know like my entire perception of the world around me changed like around that so is that like three phases is that four it's I mean it's kind of phases within phases because the pre-puberty because I was six years old when we moved from the old house to the new house Mm -hmm. and so that's all but then that's all the child and so it's, it's a different phase in how I in how I think about oh that was when I'm thinking about time, oh, I you know that happened at our old house, so I know I had. So to you frame there. everything thinking about the those places you were calling a residence and, right. and home, right? And but that then, really gives you the, in that sense, it gives you where you were, phase right. one, phase two. And then as I've gotten older, it's been like where I was working or where my it's, it's been like my army phase. I, it, it's definitely very distinct those six years, mm-hmm. you know. Then I have when I wasn't working, then my FAA days. And as so it started off where I, where I lived, and then as I as I started working, it's I, I kind of break it down by by job. Ava, what about you? How many phases have you been through here in your your young years? I don't know. I was thinking about it, and it's hard. I feel like for me, like I definitely define it like within myself, like the different ways I feel and different ways that I feel like I view the world. And I feel like that hasn't changed a drastic amount, just because I haven't been here super long. But I feel like definitely recently, it's changed a lot for me, and like that makes sense. I think that within the past three months, I've definitely entered a new phase of hmm. how I look at the world, just based on things that have happened. Is that you and looking like, forward to changes in college and everything coming up in front of you? No, or? I think it's just things that have happened just in my life and just the world that's been going on in our life. <laughs> what should I know about? <laughs> Good things, bad things, just things. Both. Interesting. David, Lauren, two people of similar ages. I'm about to enter stage number four. Four? Um, oh, yeah. I've been actually a, has the number. I like it. I've been in a transitory phase since about March of 2020. Um, and I didn't view it geographically at all. I sure. took it all mentally as how I view and process problems and the way I approach mm-hmm. the world and what I want to get out of it. And Priorities have shifted from... I'm kind of a very black and white person. So it was, I'm going to do everything in my capacity to meet objective A. Had enough of that. Switched to B, C. So it was pre-college, my time in Cleveland, Ohio. My time as a professional doing Owning your own business, that. doing that stuff. And then these last two years have forced me to You've reconsider. Had like a long transition phase that's almost a phase in itself, which, which is might be a blind spot going back a few questions but I refuse huh. to acknowledge huh. this as a, a phase. This has to be something to learn from and to process to create the next step which has to be mm-hmm. a different evolution of who I am and who I will be. Could That's still a, be a phase because you're in the yeah. pupa phase. You yeah. become your butterfly. <laughs> you yeah. guys are right but I don't want to admit that this has you been going on for so long that it's become a phase. It's tough. it's tough when it happens a long oh, time. Yeah. That is a blind spot and that another blind spot that's a great point Thank calling back to that question. So we may have some definite blind spots about when we are in transition phases. 
and when things are happening to us that are uh, hmm, yeah because I I definitely had that when I got out of the army you know for right. a couple of years I didn't right I didn't have a job but the, with me I, I think about it as what am, what am I doing for work you know I think I, of yours as your debt phase and your not debt phase <laughs> <laughs> Lauren what about you um so a while ago it used to be like my pre-illness self and my non-pre-illness self. Uh-huh. That was my two phases initially because hmm. there's a lot of like hatred towards some things in that disease. But also like mine somewhat go with school, like school age, like right. getting out of certain phases right. at, in school. like. These, these Go, milestone moments in our like lives. Just like moving yeah. on, trying to figure things out. And that somewhat happened right after college. Because huh. I was like, this is, which I paid my own bills in college. It was nothing different. And uh, I just like, it progressively got different. I would see my own views and things instead of like parents or Connor. <laughs> but just like growing in yourself kind of learning yourself finding out who you are not who you are in your parents or that's definitely a phase for all of us right it's finding yeah. out who you are and you go through different times of finding out who you are I think it's like yeah. almost like a rediscovery yeah like you do it once and maybe you're a teenager or something and then you do it again it's almost like you do it yeah. you know who you are and then all of a sudden you change Right. And then you rediscover who you are, and yeah. it's a brand new thing. Josh? Um, <clears throat> I don't know how many. I, I know there was. there's definitely a uh, naive child, Josh. That, that was last went, week. And went <laughs> well into my late, my actual late 20s. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, that even when I, I think probably the time I thought I was changing, I, re I really wasn't. I was still... Ooh, another blind spot is when we think we're changing, but we're not actually changing. Like looking back, I, yeah, I wasn't changing. Um, maybe I was, I was seeing more things around me, but really not ever seeing any big picture mm -hmm. out of what's just immediately happening on a day-to-day -day basis around me. And uh, yeah, no, I, I think, and I think a self, a self-loathing phase that went way beyond that. That. I think I've only recently come out of and like been okay with with who I am and my my shortcomings and knowing my weaknesses and, and spotting them. Anxiety things like anxiety and anxiety attacks, spotting them, knowing that I'm not I'm starting to be an asshole not because I'm just a, a jerk, but because Because you know, this other thing's going on. This there's something that's thing. going on that I can't I'm stuck in this this yeah. I think I recognize the anxiety attacks has been uh, hmm. a, 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 like a transition point. Like I can see, like so. There's almost the phase of having anxiety attacks and not knowing how and to not deal knowing with what's them. going on, not knowing how to deal with it, and now all of a sudden recognizing. Right, and just just knowing, looking back, like at times, like I'm just I'm just angry. I'm just so angry and frustrated and hmm. like just paralyzing almost. Just and now knowing what it was. Yeah, like eh, that's that's what I'm. Huh. doesn't help it then, but like, right. at least now I kind of feel better about 
at least well, knowing it, it's an explanation knowing why I'm back I'm not just thinking back like god I was just an asshole <laughs> that's funny I don't think anyone ever would have described you as an asshole though <laughs> not even close <laughs> you, must have, you must have held it in so deeply <laughs> god the things you're thinking that you're not saying <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, that's it's, interesting. Yeah, it's, it's a lot, of, a lot of, yeah, a lot of self-loathing. Mm. Mm. Uh, Angie, phases. Mine was definitely marked like military, like. Oh, it has to be. It's yeah, big, like big. living in Pennsylvania, and then I was in the military, and then all over different places, and then yeah. Yeah, yours is geographic as well as employment. That it's like. These, these like, okay, now I'm in the military here, and now I'm in the military here. and probably changes here. you, too, and causes a phase change in you, even if you don't even want it to. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, going so drastically different geographically, culturally, you're all of a sudden in a different phase, and it just takes a matter of sometimes a few weeks to change drastically of who you are and what you're doing. Your routine's changed, obviously. Mm-hmm. Lucas, phases? One phase for this, this guy. I think... Uh you got your kid phase up to maybe 12-ish, and at that time I moved from the east side of Moore where I had a whole group of friends. I moved to the west side, or south Oklahoma City. You start a new phase, meeting different school, new friends, all that stuff. So from 12 to, you know, probably 18-ish. I got married at 19, so that was a new phase because I'm out of my own, paying bills, instead of living at home. So that seems like a phase. Of, you know, completely changing to become an adult essentially. Right. And then having kids started at 25, I think. I think probably 25 to 37 was all pretty much one giant phase. Job would stay the same. House pretty much stayed the same. Hmm. And then it's funny how that goes so so fast and yeah. so long, so much stuff. And then yeah. I started my own business. Kind of a day to day thing you were talking about. And I'm Josh. in the same phase as that now. Still in the same phase. From 37 to current. And then I would say mentally, I used to be more conservative than I am now. I'm not crazy left liberal by any stretch of imagination, but I used to definitely be further in the right and the political spectrum. Mm-hmm. And now I'm nowhere near that. And I actually have, I don't regret being that way before because I was raised that way. But, you just but I'm changed. glad I've changed, I've mellowed out on that type of stuff hmm. over the years. I would say that there's obviously exactly four distinct phases for me. There was the library before Kevin joined the military. <laughs> the library when Kevin was in the military. <laughs> the library after he came back and then the Frybrary experience that started thereafter. And that's actually got two phases to it as well. There was the early Frybrary period where we were, uh, you know, definitely pre-podcasting. And that was when we were probably at our best and <laughs> our funniest. And our most controversial. Sadly. It, it's I, probably good a lot of that didn't get recorded. What but, years is that, just out of so, curiosity? So started we started recording. in, the, well, oh, okay, well. I was going to say, yeah, started recording in, like, 15. But is it that far back? Because I remember when uh, uh, Jen was mic'd up one time, and that was August of 15 was our month. Who? My girlfriend, Jen. Oh, okay, oh, I was right. trying to think of a waitress named Jen. No, okay, no. yeah. So, yeah, so then before that, so when did you get out of the military? I got back here uh, December of, uh, right before Christmas of 09. So from 09, and there was a little bit of a... It would have been like January where we started. Yeah. We had the snowstorm, so it was... And then you came into the scene for sure. When did you come into the scene? 
back into the scene. I thought it was, I was thinking it was, I remember I, I tried to find the earliest reference to Frybury. What was, I think that you, you came into the scene before Frybury. You named yeah, Frybury, yeah. but you were here for several years. I guess it'd be whoever you were dating. It's the hairdresser time and all that other stuff. But I, can't, I don't remember now when it was, but yeah, so I want to say it was, we started calling it Frybury in 2010 Here's how I know. Here's how I know. It was, I started at the FAA in 20. You started, yeah. it was 2011. It was and September we, 2011. of 2011. And, and, and it was over IM messaging, I think, that we, I want to say that, that the Blackberry thing came up, but I could be... Well, one thing we could figure oh. out some of this would be when Blackbird opened. Because when Blackbird opened, we started going there before we came here. Yeah. And we... First date. Yeah. Well, but that was deep into the situation, too, because we were I going long before in. she came No, I had, I had <laughs> just started at the FAA... When I met him, it was like he was hadn't even got his equipment yeah, yet. We were, yeah, we were, yeah. we'd been doing Frybury's for a long and time. And I know that's that. about 2012 because that was the election in 2012. Right. Well, I mean, before that. I remember. Yeah, no, no, it'd be before that. We're going to Blackbird before yeah. that, yeah. so they were 2010 just, I mean, maybe. We were hanging out and drinking, you know. Yeah. Obviously, there was something. And so there's like 2010, call it 2011 through 2015, where we're going through that. I mean, those those are good times. Those are yeah, a lot yeah. of fun. Just having fun, um, unstructured, just having fun. no recording. And then you you joined the military like in two thousand four. Yep. And so that pre military time, those were a totally different good times. Oh and yeah. Hardcore totally three four times a week at the yeah. at the library. But no, other than that, and that's that's one way to demark things in my life. But I can take a totally different way that overlaps those and is completely independent of them. Like with work and things I was doing, where I was living, um, obviously before and after marriage and kids, that's a, that's a different time. Um, I was definitely a different in a different point in my life, having a different life when I was living on my own in an apartment, um, and before you know having any commitments or you know being with April and you know being married or engaged or anything like that, and that was a time of extreme independence, like crazy good independence. Oh, yeah. Interesting independence. Um, Crazy good independence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Independent like a fox. I, I was thinking more from, just said crazy good from the parents side, like when I left, not from what I, no, but yeah, you could look at it either way. Now life no, sucks. it's not. Got a wife and kids. Did not say that. Not Lucas. Not Lucas. That's what it sounded like uh, out here. Oh, okay. he was Someone's projecting. So, yeah. <laughs> But, and that was a tough time because that was, or that transitions to a tough time with Brian and stuff like that. But, and then before that, yeah, a lot of time of not, I don't know, not recognizing uh, transitions, not recognizing who I was. Thinking, it was a nice time though in college. College was definitely a different time. A lot, and college was just great for that. Like you look forward to the future. Everything's in front of you. Everything's uh, a potential, an opportunity, and it, not necessarily college, but those years, you know? It's just like, God, you feel invincible, like you yeah. can do anything you want, you could be anything, God, you know? Speak I miss, yourself. I miss, I miss the times when I had the energy yeah. to, right. to go to class, which I, I, I still, I think it's so hilarious that I thought Tuesday, Thursday classes, like an hour, hour 15, were just 
long. Eternally. <laughs> oh my God. But it was such a better deal that's than Monday, all Wednesday, I ever Friday. To take and you refuse. Like, no way. I'd rather. But go to no, his point is that's not a long period no, of time. Yeah, I just need an entire day. Yeah. An hour. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. <laughs> that's where it was at. Fifty minutes yeah. in and out. I go if I'm working eight to five, and that's not a long enough to sometimes get all the stuff I need to get done in that day, and it still flies by, and it's just nothing. But yeah, like the, the day's been like yeah, so like that was long. But then on lunch breaks, right? We go to the Huffman. Yeah. And we yeah. play basketball or volleyball, yep. whatever, and just like hard. Yeah. Like, oh, the energy shower. level was so good. You know, go back to class, and then afterwards, like two days a week, I'd have two and a half hour volleyball practices. Yeah. And then I'd go back and work at the computer. Uh, yeah, computer lab. Computer labs. Oh, every night was a late night. night. Yeah. Ne- late, late nights. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just, so appreciate your youth and everything you've got, Ava. I, yeah. Appreciate this time. I, yeah, I miss And how energy. easy it is. <laughs> I'm going to butt in real quick. Speaking of volleyball, we have a oh, spring yeah. preseason. OSSO recreational six people on a side volleyball champion at the podcast nice. tonight. Nice. Really? Ooh. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, congratulations. Thanks. <laughs> nice. Excellent. We no. played four games in about 40 degree sand last night. Wow. Which was not a whole lot of fun. That's that's no. rough. But so is the worst part sand in your underwear or what? I mean, we're getting sand everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's everywhere. How are your calves feeling today? Oh, I'm sore. <laughs> I bet you are. There's a lot of rust to knock off from three months, if not jumping in sand. Uh, I, miss, I miss volleyball so much. <laughs> but if your knees are ever up for it, we'll play some late 20s volleyball. Mm, I'm particularly yeah. interested in Kevin's answer to this one because of the obvious. What is the least amount of money that you would, that if you lost it, You'd still feel sick about it a week Can we later. all guess what his interest is? Ooh, let's do that. <laughs> and is this amount higher or lower than you'd like it to be? That, that's kind of a really loaded question. So I'll say, I'll, let's 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 ask that question. Um, I have a question for this. All right. Is that lost money? Is that fall out of your pocket, or is that gambling? Any way you want to interpret it. It's gone. He's never it, going to gamble, so that could be twenty cents. <laughs> the way I, I think gone. about it is that um, there was like money in an envelope and, it, and, I, and I forgot about it and threw it in the trash. And there you go. That's gone. Good. So, so that's interesting because that's a willful act well, of no, I, negligence. Well, yeah. So versus like that's true. It, if he got stolen from me, I'd probably feel differently about it than I thought. Right. And I'll give you a real life example of this in just a second that I continue I to kick myself about. Um, so I'll guess for Kevin a week later, he'd still be regretting Kevin, I'll say $50. That was my guess, was about 50 Anybody else? Yeah, High, low? 200 for, for Kevin? For Kevin. Okay. I mean, I'll, I'll take Kevin a zero off of 200 and that'll be my guess. I hope it's up to 50 for Kevin. I think it's <laughs> probably lower. Ava? I could see that. My guess is going to be 50 Kevin? $40. Yeah. yeah. So, and 220s, two Jacksons. I mean, honestly, no. to be honest, I can't say for sure that one twenty would be. I, yeah. I might kick myself over. Well, I think it's about how you lost it too. That's yeah. true. I think that matters. That's true. That's, uh, that's why gambling to me, like, right. if I went to Vegas with a grand, and oh, I came you home know. without a dollar. But you intended I would to be do like, that. A week later, I'd be like, I can't believe I blew a grand in Vegas, but oh well, that's why I went to Vegas. Right. But if I just sold something and had it in my pocket and it fell out. Yeah. My number is probably 300 bucks. Right, it's a very different it's number. Completely different very than different game. number. David, any? Would you have something to interject? Mine, there? no. My number. So I'd like to think my number is actually pretty high, and 
definitely think it depends on what happens. But let me tell you a real life example of what happened to me and the thing that I'm still uh, uh, dealing with. So, I go down to Sulphur, Oklahoma to do a client meeting. Very nice couple that I, Ava knows this story, that I um, manage money for. And I, I show up on time for the meeting that my coworker believed was scheduled for 30 minutes earlier. So he told the people who live there locally to be there 30 minutes early. So I, I walk in 20 minutes early, 10 minutes late to a meeting already. So we're already starting off on that foot because he told him, he told him nine and it was 9.30. Not a big deal at all, but anyway. So I jump in and sit down and, I, and, and, and start in. I don't think that had anything to do with it, except I was a little off of just the normal start of a meeting and stuff, and I jumped in. And I immediately let him know I was on time. <laughs> and he admitted, he goes, oh yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, and, they, and so there was no hard feelings or anything like that. But we jump in just in the middle of things. So I kind of take over, because I, I walk in and see him talking about it and going through the books, and I'm like, eh, this is not what you're supposed to be doing. And he's like, I'm a fish out of water, what's happening? And so I jump in and start going through the books and everything, take the pen out of my pocket and start, you know, drawing, because I like to point and draw when I, when I walk through a client review. I remember putting the pen back capped, maybe capped, maybe not, in the book at one point and talking to them and we went off on two different things. They had some questions about stuff and we had to give them some advice and some thoughts on some things. Um, so we, we finish up there with them and say our goodbyes, and then we're going to actually go to lunch with another client and the president of that bank. And so we, we're kind of finishing up that, and, and my coworker and I are talking about some stuff, just office small talk, and then we, we step out, and that client is there, and we meet, and we say hi to the client, we shake his hand, we see the president, we talk to him, and we all make arrangements to go to lunch. We go to lunch, we, I go and put my coat in my car, I put our books back in my car, I drive to lunch at this real good place, it's a very good burger right there in Sulphur, it's like a gas station, but it's awesome. Um, we have a really nice lunch, a nice conversation, I get in my car, I drive home. And I get home, I realize I don't have my pen. So at some point, I lost my pen. It's a pen that was a Christmas gift. It was a $90 pen, still, burning from this pen that I lost. And I think it's partially because I somehow did something to lose it. I called down there, I had the president look for it, oh, wow. I had this other guy look for it. I'm like, hey, I wouldn't have you do it except I'm worried about it. I had, had my coworker look in the books that he throws away in shreds to oh. see if I'd put it in the books, but it's pretty thick and I don't think it would have had, because it wasn't there. I looked in the, it wasn't there. I said, did you look in your car? Because you're kind of messy in your car. It could have fallen out, it could be anywhere. And then I'm thinking, like, did you guys look really good in the office when you look? Because it's like, oh, can't find it. So it's $90. I'm probably going to order another one. It's just enough that it kind of burns me. And it burns me that I lost it because I don't lose things. And that bothers right. me. But that's... So was it more that and not necessarily the monetary value? I think it's more value? that. I don't think it's the monetary and value. And it was a gift, because, And it was a gift, yeah. yeah. So when I think of it, because, trust me, in behavior and things that I do, I routinely lose more than $90 in yeah. of all kinds of stuff all the time <laughs> from gambling to other stuff like I see things I do in investing day by day that go up by a lot more than that and I don't sweat it or think about it for a second and now if I like just took $50 and burned it right yeah that would bother me but now I don't know so I don't know what my number is I'm a little little disappointed that maybe my number is not as high as I'd like my number to be and, but maybe that's but not like, a bad thing. Like you know. said, though, it's so much of it 
if it's we more just the had story like one behind scenario, it. yeah, it's yeah. Really, at least I have the story. It's yeah. the con. Well, it's 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 but that's the what context. Burns me. Yeah, the context. You know, if it just fell out of my pocket, I'd I'd still blame myself for like I should have been. I should have secured it better in my wallet. I should have. But if you I like think, gambled it or bought something you didn't really like, oh, God, that was then fifty dollars. I'd really be pissed off because I, I hate. Yeah. You'd wonder what would happen to yourself. That's yeah. why I don't gamble because I I put twenty dollars <laughs> in and it was like the worst. I, I don't, but I don't that push literally, the button. I pushed the button like four times. It would have been more fun putting it in a shredder and watching it make confetti. Out of it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think there is because a you gambled in a way where there's no chance where you would end up with more money. But anyway, yeah, I think my number is astronomically high. Astronomically high if it exists at all. Like I don't think losing money, I'm gonna feel bad Good about for you. ever. But I'm gonna well, feel he, horrible. Well, but. If he also said $10 million isn't much, so Richard Branson <laughs> no, well, over here. I, I, so I think, I think Kevin greatly overvalues money. Oh, for sure. And I greatly undervalue money. I, I yeah. don't honestly care. Yeah, if, both of you, yeah, you're both two extremes there, which yeah. could be a good yin and yang working together in something. You almost want that in business partners. You, you want the accountant who's really cost conscious and thinking about it, and then you want the, the guy who's like, we can't get caught up in that. Here's what we're trying to achieve here. Marty um, Bird and his partner. Both of you can, yeah. <laughs> both of we're you could. Yeah. <laughs> For one of them. Productive. So the, there's pros and cons to both of those approaches. I, I would feel, I would be more upset about what I did wrong. To lose it? To lose it. Like, I don't care what I lost. I care that I messed and up. And obviously that weighs on me too, yeah. If I lost it in a noble way or like, uh, a venture that I knew it was at risk. Yeah, you knew how you lost it. It could happen. That's okay. The things that keep me up at night are like, oh, did I tell this person the wrong thing yesterday? Like, oh, shit, yeah. I probably did. Oh, yeah. It's like, taken me a long time to get over the fact that I don't have to correct myself in stuff, that I can let things go. Like, if I figure out something that I said wrong or did wrong, you know, like, that, that awkward, like, stupid email, like, that was, I don't care that you said that wrong. You didn't have to tell me two days later that you were wrong about that and correct yourself. And like, I just don't want to set the record straight on this deal. Like, no one cares. Like, yeah. but get, get over that. So, Kevin, the war in Afghanistan has finally ended. Having served there in active combat, what are your thoughts? I want to know your specific thoughts. If you got any. Eh, I know that, that, uh, me and the guys on my team when we were over there we were saying at the time you know like how from when we pull out how long do you think it'll take for things to go back to right back how they were uh, before the u.s getting there and 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 our guess was about two weeks um <laughs> you were right on yeah <laughs> pretty much um so yeah it not not that i know it sounds it's kind of trite or overstated but a lot of it when at least for for me, when I was there, um, it wasn't about trying to, which I, I don't know if this sounds bad or not, but it wasn't about um, me personally. It wasn't about trying to help the Afghan people. It was trying to take care of my team and do what I'm supposed to do for the people around me and for the forces that I'm collecting intelligence for to help, to protect. Right. Um, so in that sense, I don't feel that what I did was was wasted or anything um and i got cool stories out of it so i, well, mean, I think you were doing your job right if you were looking at it that i mean sure you, you want to think you're doing a good thing but you can't have this grandiose plan right. for what's going on in the world it's like i got a job yeah and you they kinda, told me this is my job and i'm gonna I do mean, my job the best i can you know it, if, if if you think several 
layers out, you know, eventually that will be helping everybody right. if everything goes to plan. But, but yeah, I, so I, I, I don't think I took it as hard. I, I know some people took it a lot harder, you know, um, but I think those people maybe were thinking differently, which, and it's not, not a necessarily a bad way, you know, they were thinking of it in just a different context as me. I mean, and I mean, it does suck. I have friends that died there and stuff, you know, so that is, it's unfortunate, obviously, you know, but it doesn't really change. What's, I don't know, it's, it sucks. You hate to say losing a war, you know, but, uh, but it's, it, it doesn't really change how I feel about, you know, what I did over there. Like I did my part, kind of like, you know, uh, like Vietnam veterans, you know, they weren't in charge of the war. They didn't decide right. to do it, but they did their, they went over, they were, right. they were told to go there. They did the job, you know, that's kind of how I. Speaking of I combat, Josh, Han shot first. What's your view? <laughs> I, t I wish I had a, I had a, I had a stronger opinion about that one. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I don't. <laughs> Does anyone else have a, a strong opinion about that edit change that they made? It, it was disappointing. It was a disappointing thing to me that they changed it to have Greedo shooting first when he mm -hmm. when he when he changed it because it's almost like they were trying to PG it down. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. Know. Right. No, Han. He's a protagonist. He's a good he, guy. Yeah, and he wasn't guy. supposed to be. He's a black be, and white good guy. He wasn't be, supposed to be a black and white good guy. And what's funny is, as, as a young child watching it for the first time, it, and that's kind of how kids are, though, when they see things, it didn't cross my mind for one second yeah, that he wasn't justified to do it. it. No, because that's an alien. He's a dude. Yeah. He's obviously going to be the star. He's shooting the guy. That's the way y yeah. it goes. Yeah, it's, he's so cool. It's kind of like last night we were watching Seven, and Max is expecting him. Uh, uh, Brad Pitt Mills to shoot um, the the fleeing suspect who'd already shot at them, but it, that's way down the street and not in a position where he could actually expect <laughs> to shoot him and hit him. But he's like, see this, you know, from a standpoint of a of, of movies or a little kid or uh, GTA and everything he's seen. He's like, yeah, shoot the guys. Like, well, yeah, you can't just shoot. So we go shoot guns for the first time today, for his first time today. And he learned a, you know, it's tough to shoot a target <laughs> yeah. and hit it and it's, and from it's three not, yards away. Who's still? And yeah. it's not pouring rain. <laughs> right. Either, like exactly. Good memory. Yeah. Bystanders. Right. Exactly. Hit. Exactly. Yeah. So that was kind of an interesting. <laughs> so um, this one is is from Ava. Oh. And you've geez. heard it. Which are there more wheels or doors? What counts? What does not? Thoughts on this? You've seen this thing on the internet yeah. floating around. I, Lucas I, has it has strong views on it. I started off being hardcore team wheels. Okay. But I think I've changed to doors no. just because Why? In, interior <laughs> you're just thinking of front doors to a house. That's I'm what thinking, it says. It's front doors, doors to a house. Hey. Yeah. No, I'm thinking of cabinet. I'm gonna doors. cut you off because I want to. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of doors. Do you know who makes the most wheels in the world every year? Nope. Lego. Okay. So if they're making the most wheels, everybody else makes millions of wheels. So you're saying it's got to be more wheels. wheels. We have to have more wheels. But he's on Team Wheels now. No, no, I he's on Team oh, Doors. Yeah. So if you want to go every every skyscraper, what does every office chair have? Four wheels. That offsets oh, every door. Oh, I think about those wheels. Those drawers have wheels. I'm, does it count? I'm not sold on those. 
those wheels. Yeah, I was like vehicle. That's, I was it's a wheel. Really no, so that'd, that'd be a tire. Yeah. yeah. You have but wheels, you not tires. No, it has a wheel. There's a wheel under that tire. Like yeah. cabinet door, any any kind of door. A door. drawer, a cabinet drawer has at has, least two wheels. But two it wheels. would also have rollers that have wheels. Are those rollers or are they wheels? Like. I don't know if a drawer is a door. I don't know if a drawer is a door. I think a no, our is a wheel. Door. Our I think a door has to be hinged. Yeah, inside the drawer are wheels. And a wheel would have to rotate on an axle. And then, oh, then does it have to have an axle? I think that's a good way to define it so you don't get all the rolling shenanigans. Well, I saw that there was like the 45 million Hot Wheels cars made or something. That's where, I, that's where Eli came from with the Lego side. Well, those doors, the doors, they don't open. Plus a trunk. Those doors, they yeah. don't open. So that's what I got. I, I brought the yeah. same thing to him, and, yeah, I, and, just, he, and he wants to reject those you as got doors. got a glove box? So if I'm, There's a door if I'm a showing box? a little kid a Hot Wheels car, Hot Wheels. and I said, point to the doors, do you think he's going to say, well, Dad, that doesn't have doors? No, he's going <laughs> to point to the doors. Yeah. He's got two doors, at least. And so then yeah. a wheel is anything with a circle that will roll. would have a hinged door, you know. Do drawings of doors and wheels <laughs> count? Sure. <laughs> But like he said, is it anything with hinges is a door? Like, like something you can just walk through? Does yeah. it have, is that a door? But would you a think bolt? of like a door like that? Yeah, like you have yeah. to be able to walk through. That's a door. I know, but would you have thought of that? Yes. I don't think you would have unless that girl Well, apparently I'm a liar. <laughs> I just don't think you would have unless that girl opened it before. It's an interesting question. Add, add one to your tally. Another non-interesting question <laughs> is for Lucas, and that is, what is the best Pearl Jam lyric? <laughs> um, my favorite. I don't know if it's the best. Why wouldn't your favorite be the best? You don't look because he doesn't it's like good stuff. It's not the best. My favorite. I mean, my, my favorite. Your blind spot is good stuff. <laughs> is um, a song called "I Am Mine," and there's a line that says, "I know I was born, and I know that I'll die. The in between is mine." I am mine. That's how it goes. So that lyric? just says to me, that's like, your favorite. That's my favorite lyric. That's pretty good. You live we're, that. We're in control of everything we do in between the time you're born and the time you die. You you live that. You live by that. Yellow. Okay. Okay. What's the What's the best lyric? I don't know. I didn't research what the best lyric. I just went with my favorite. It's the only one he knows. How would you not know? <laughs> You've seen him a dozen that's times. That's the only lyric he knows. <laughs> Report back after you see them in Nashville and St. Louis and let us know. And Oklahoma City. What the best lyric is. Well, I would say since it's my favorite, it's the best. Okay. I think it's, I've that's seen people good. tattoo that lyric. There's some pretty good ones in uh, uh, Daughter and uh, Jeremy, popular songs. There's, a, um, there's, there's some good lyrics. Yeah. They've got really good That's lyrics. That's why I like them. You like them just for the lyrics? I mean, oh, you can like read those. They can't like at all. Yeah. So, Kevin, did boxing peak? And if so, when? I mean... Why is this addressed to Kevin specifically? He's a boxing expert. I'm a huge boxing fan. Well, then you can answer, too. He peaked at Foxy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a lot of people would say the 1920s or the 1970s. Um... You could make an argument for anything. I, my only, I would say, I'd say 1970s, just because at least I lived for a couple of those years. And I, you know, wasn't around anywhere near the 20s. Have you watched much of boxing from then? Have you looked? Back I watched, on yeah. It? Um, but uh, I would say my only reason to say that it's not going to peak going forward um, be two reasons. One is just. 
that MMA has so much more po popularity, people that um, can just more opportunity, make more money there. And also just fewer people getting into it just because of the CTE mm -hmm. stuff, knowledge, you know, people who would, mm -hmm. would have maybe gotten into any kind of a combat type sport or sport like that maybe wouldn't uh, well like it's not uh, an inner city or um, other gyms type of thing that's taught and and uh, used as just athleticism and, and and working out the way it used to be I mean that used to be just a thing to take tough kids or, or, yeah. or at-risk kids and, and have them get into boxing and stuff yeah and I mean that still does happen yeah. sometimes but sometimes, not but yeah. not on, not on the, the scale way. that it that it used to. Different yeah. thoughts on if boxing is peak? I mean, I think the peak would be Ollie Frazier, Ollie Foreman era, 70s. Um, but I don't think you can discount how good it still was in the 80s and actually probably through the mid 90s. There was still really good boxing. It just wasn't yeah. in the heavyweights because. Well, it was in the 90s with Tyson. Yeah, I mean, well, Tyson, yeah, that was early 90s, I guess. Yeah, but yeah 80s, early 90s. The people. The people that are casual boxing fans only focus on heavyweights for the most part. Right. But true boxing boxing fans know that the middleweights were fantastic in those days, right. and even up to you know now the like featherweights and those kind of the really light guys is not that great. Yeah, and, and but middleweights. Mayweather, I mean, um, Mayweather. 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 I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, Roy, Roy, Roy Jones, Jones Jr. Is my favorite. Yeah. He's my favorite boxer. Is Roy Jones yeah. Jr. He has some great fights, but. The Ward Gotti trilogy was probably the most abusive boxing you'll ever see. Of two guys just standing in the middle of the ring, hmm. swinging Slung both arms back and forth, just killing each other. And that is one of my, probably my favorite boxing in my lifetime to watch. Watching two guys kill each other? Yes. <laughs> it was like, well, they Ward did it three times. They did so. it three times. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that They got better. <laughs> and they were all three decisions. They respawned. They were all three decisions because neither one of them would stay down. Yeah, <laughs> although Moore I mean, did his did best in the first one and yeah, yeah wasn't as great in the yeah. last two, but he he, he got but the last. If you're going off peak, I mean, obviously it yeah. built up to the Ali days and then mm -hmm. it was well, going and down. Well, also the '70s still you you had the Sugar Ray yeah. stuff, so yeah. he was good in the '70s. I think going into the '80s. Yeah, early '80s too. Well, I've got one more question to close this out. And if you happen to click through the link, you would have seen that I actually put that on the, the sub-page of Ask You Anything. I didn't put it in here because I didn't want you to read it ahead of time. Uh oh So, close your eyes. Close them. Close your eyes. Mm -hmm. Imagine for a moment a terrible event. A very small asteroid plummets to Earth, striking this bar. That's, that's what I was picturing before you said it. <laughs> you said picture uh, a terrible event. And that was I was picturing losing money. <laughs> Kevin O's, no. A very small asteroid plummets to Earth, striking this bar. All within 100 yards are killed, except one. Raise your hand if you imagine yourself as the survivor. Okay, open your eyes. There are three imagined survivors. <laughs> Although Lauren, me, Josh, and Lucas. Part of me thinks that with my luck it would be me just because I don't <laughs> I'd want it the least. Yes. Like yeah, I would I would fucking live through that. I'll fight for that one. <laughs> so I think that's I don't know, I think that's kind of an interesting thought experiment to to see if you I I, I was I don't know what brought that on. I don't know if it's I don't think it was war in Ukraine type stuff or whatever, but just thinking 
when we think about things like that, do we it's think of ourselves survivor. as a, as a like survivor of it, survivor. or do we think of us just perishing within it? Um, I always imagine myself, maybe I'm the hero of my own story, or maybe I'm self-centered, or maybe that's the only way to think because you are alive, but I think of myself as someone who is on the other end of whatever happened after the fact, not just one of the other victims who, who goes down with the ship. I picture myself doing the podcast like, hey, remember that asteroid? Yeah. <laughs> that All by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> he would really be stressed to do the voices at that point. <laughs> but then you'd have, man, there'd be so many more downloads if yeah. all those people had died. Yeah. <laughs> Part of it is me, is like even when I'm, when I'm watching things where people are surviving an alien invasion or apocalyptic thing, like, I don't, God, the, I don't have the energy be that, It'd be easier just to die. Life, you don't think so? <laughs> in a struggle, I mean, God, Afghanistan was hard to enough. Or will to win, uh, will to, to live and, and all of that kick in where you would... For me, it only do, it's only done that in like heat of the moment, bullets are flying type stuff. But that's like your whole life is heat of the moment. God, who, who can... It's not like you can just choose to let the lava get you is the problem. It's never easy. It's yeah. never like... Okay, I can I can get up from this chair, or I will just die, and it can will I go, like, and I'll be done. It I never be like, is that way. Can I be like a suicide bomber <laughs> against the alien invaders or whatever? Because I do it. Just, I don't, I'm, I'm tired. I, I was picturing wanna. the scene from I Am Legend where he's driving down like Times Square in the GT500 uh-huh. by himself with the dog, and he like rolls up and shoots out the side of some shoots some deer mm-hmm. to take home and eat. Yeah, and the lion. That's gets what it. I pictured. Like if. It, Everything around here was gone, like how you. Well, it's a very small asteroid. It's just everybody in the yard. You're still going to jail for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, dude, it, I get that the bar was hit, but you don't get to just drive around and shoot deer. I think of the fun shit There's to do after There's a Walmart right gone. up the street. It's so like, like last he's, night he's on the fence at the zoo with a crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. It's I a survivalist again. <laughs> Uh, well, that's good. That was good. That was a good SQ anything, I think. Yeah. I think we, we fleshed out some issues. We got some, we got to some truth. I appreciate that. Anything else to cover? Anything we need to, to hit and post? we we got to make some corrections and A lot post. of stuff to fix and post. A lot of so stuff much. to correct and post. That whole tirade you went off on. I'll cut all that out. God, that I definitely will cut it out. That was your mother. She had it coming. That. God, that was just ludicrous what you said in the stories. Well. And why, how'd you have pictures of that? Anyway, so... We'll, we'll, we'll cut that on post. And until next time. Bye. I love you. Bye.